Hi. Hello? Yes. Going messy Monday. I am very excited about today's topic. Me too. I mean, let's just, honestly, let's just get into this because it's so much that we can talk about. <sighs> so it's girls and black girls. Yes, yes. Being a black girl. Just just black women, black girls, just us in all of our glory. What we've been through, what we've had to, you know, witness, you know, things of that nature, all, all of that it. good stuff. Let's get started with hair. Because, you know, I just did my hair. I got the box braids in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've all had that little moment where, you know, we had our hair out. Then we put in the braids and we come to school or work the next day. And they're like, girl, I didn't recognize you. Yeah. I didn't really have that situation because I went to literally an all-black school. So it was like it was like most of the girls, you know, would switch up their hairs and you know, and all of that type of stuff. So yeah. it's just kind of like but I feel like from a really young age, I think that little black girls are molded into like hating their natural hair texture. Yeah. So it's like it was a lot of little girls. You know, walking around school with their with their press, you know, with their little press blowout, you know, and their little curls and stuff down their back instead of just, you know, you never would really see like little girls with, like their natural yeah. hair state. Yeah. And that was something that made me very insecure because my mom didn't know how to do hair. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> she didn't know how to do hair. So like she would really keep it so that our hair would be kind of healthy. <laughs> she would do what she knew how to do. <laughs> like she wasn't, she wasn't, I like, I don't even really know how a lot of times in school I would either go and I would get like braids. I wore braids a lot in grammar school, which is a protective style. It's cute, but I didn't like it as a little girl because I wanted my hair to be, be out. You know, flowing down, you know, at my shoulders, like the rest of the little girls. But my yeah. mom was like, you know what? I'm about to send you. You're about to sit in this chair, girl. You're about to get your braids and you're going to shut up. <laughs> like that was, that was really, that was pretty much it. You see, now I was one of the girls who got their hair done. Because, you know, my hair is really thick and I, my mom, she, like I'm not dealing with this mm-hmm. so I never got it I, for a while I used to get it relaxed but mm-hmm. before I got it relaxed it was mostly like you know just like a blow a blowout I would get. yeah see like you know when you would get like those blowouts and like those press and stuff like that you yeah. would have to keep it up yeah and so it's like because my mom didn't know how to do hair she would literally just have us get like braids or like you know those little flat twisties going back yeah oh my god she would put like it just throw back made her throw back right now she put like four in the front of my head and then just like put my hair in a ponytail (laughs) so that's it that's it I feel like that's the favorite one moms like to do when they don't have the time they're like I'm not good with this I'm yes. gonna do four little braids and you're gonna get out my face. Yes. And I was like, no, please just do something else. <laughs> Can you come up with something Can else? Can you come up with something else, please? Oh my gosh. I I hated it. I hated it. And then it's like she made the mistake by letting me just start messing around in my own hair. Mm-hmm. Because like I didn't know what I was doing. And so she kind of took back over for a little bit until I think it was in like in fifth grade. I just started going to the beauty shop like every two weeks. Yeah. And getting my hair done. And it wasn't until I want to say, I want to say my junior year of high school, Mm -hmm. I made the mistake 
of bleaching my hair. Oh, we've all been there. By myself. <laughs> I haven't been there. No, I I pulled an Edwin. I pulled an Edwin. He said going Edwin. Yeah, I was I was definitely coming for his brand. Um I you started it actually. I you know what? So I he was coming it. for your brand. Because me and my mom, we did it together. Neither one of us had bleached hair before, but we just knew. We're like, you know what? You want to be got each blonde, other. you're gonna be blonde, because that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to be blonde. And we thought that just like bleaching it, it was just gonna instantly be blonde. And voila, I just gotta tone it up a little bit, have my little box of color that in cosmetology school I later learned that none of that stuff is good for your hair yeah so um yeah it it came out orange so um <laughs> it came Whoa. out orange and because I wasn't sure if I should like try it again I didn't want to keep putting chemicals in my hair back to back so yeah. for like a week at school I just had orange hair and then, like, the next week, we tried to do it again, and the blonde came out perfectly. But then, like, I decided midway through, like, the school year that I was over blonde hair, and I tried to rinse it back black, which I didn't realize that I had to, like, tone my hair first because then it turned green. So. Oh. And oh. And, yeah, I mean, but it really just, like, a hair journey. I feel like all black girls have a hair journey. Yeah. It wasn't until I got older, I went to cosmetology school and I learned about like taking care of my hair and, you know, yeah, that things, you know, change. But like, I feel like every black girl goes through a hair journey because we're taught so young not to like really love our, our natural hair. Yeah. You want your hair to look like the people that you see either on TV or just like what the older girls are doing. Yeah. And that was literally what I was trying to do. Like, why I was walking around high school with that blonde? It was so blonde, too. Like, the fact that I dyed my hair that blonde was wild, but she was there. She was there. <laughs> and that was a moment in time. And yeah, it was a moment in time that will never happen again. Oh, so it was it wasn't most pleasing to your career. She won't be coming back. Okay. But what about what about the whole touching? You know, there's a whole song called Don't Touch My Hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like don't get in people's personal space. Especially yeah. like if you barely know them. Yeah. And a lot of time the only like the only time I've had to deal with like the touching of the hair is when I was around other people that weren't like who I was used to being around. Like, so like um, non, non black people or just, yes, no. Yes. Um, the only situation that like, it really stood out for me was when me and my friends were <laughs> following one direction. <laughs> <laughs> And we ended, <laughs> we ended up around, like, this group of white people mm -hmm. who was with us. Like, we didn't know these people at all. But I had, it was another, I was blonde this time. I, hang it up, hang it up, blonde. But I was blonde around this time, too. But I had, like, I had clip-in extensions in my hair. Yeah. So I have this long blonde hair in my head. And, like, one of the girl's moms is just, like, running her fingers through my hair. Like, your hair is so pretty. And I'm like, um, ma'am, <laughs> you're going to snatch my Like, you're going to snatch it out. Like, could you not touch me? Yeah. And I just feel like you can't, especially if you don't know the person, it's so rude. Uh -huh. Like, they act like we're in a museum. Well, you know, like, any, like, I've had a bunch of, like, little hair touching situation but you know I've never experienced it with like white people yeah. or non-black people I've yeah, always they... experienced it with black people who have this weird oh wow you have such nice hair you, you're mixed with something and oh like, that's no. a big one 
I'm that's a big fully one. black. That's a big one because yeah. most of the time it is black people saying it. Yeah. Because, like, I would see it happen to, like, a few kids that I went to school with, like, all the time. It's like, oh, look at her. She has, like, this long, soft hair. I wonder what she's mixed with. Yeah. And it's like, she's not mixed with anything. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm fully nigger. I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> right? It's like we're literally, we're literally taught that, like, in order to look a certain way or have a certain length of hair or have a certain texture of hair, it has to be like a catch to it. Yeah. It's like, oh no, she's fully black. She, her hair can't be like that. But it's like, we, we come in all different ways, guys. We do. We, do. we. My dad's hair is so soft and curly. Uh-huh. I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't get that either. I didn't get that from him. I didn't. I didn't get that size. That's because not- my grandma's hair was the same way, like so soft to the point where you put a braid in it, it'll like immediately come loose. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get that. That was not a, a trait that I got. But you know what? I didn't I didn't like I don't care. Exactly. It's just hair. It's hair. Right. It's hair. <laughs> it's just hair. We can literally make our hair look any way that we want it to look. It doesn't matter to me. Like. Exactly. Like, it's just hair. Or like, sometimes, like, they get mad when you cut your hair. I know cutting yeah. your hair is a big thing. Yeah. My grandmother, she always hated it. She goes, don't cut your hair. And you know what I would do? Cut your hair. You try cut even shorter. I would cut my hair, too. I don't like only to kind of like because when I kind of took over myself I would just like try to just clip my ends and stuff like that just to because sometimes cutting your hair makes it so much healthier yeah 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 definitely trimming the ends it makes yeah it it makes it look healthier as well Mm -hmm. yeah so it's just like honestly once people learn how to properly just like dye their hair and stuff like that it's really you know it's all it's all good Hint, mishaps, but who hasn't? Hint, hint. (laughs) Okay. You know what? We are going to nurse those curls back to health. We we're gonna bring those curls back. We are gonna bring those curls back. We are. Yeah. Um. (laughs) But yeah, I've seen like, yeah, hair. Hair's also been like a really touchy subject. Mhm. I feel like it's always a super sensitive subject. Yeah. Don't touch my hair. I mean, you blonde said it. Like she did. She did. Um, I think another thing that we should really touch on, though, as like being a black girl, mm-hmm. is definitely this is really important because I like I I deal with this firsthand um colorism within the black community it is yikes yeah it's It's, yikes I think that when I was little I didn't really obviously I didn't really know too much about it I didn't pay attention to certain things but like as I get older like Thinking back to, like, how, you know, my certain, not all of them, but, like, certain family members were, Uh it kind of pisses me off in a way because I don't know if anyone's seen my sister before, but, like, we look just alike. Like, we have the same face, but she's darker than me. Like, I'm lighter. I'm light and she's darker. Uh And it's always been a thing of where, like, we'll go to a family event or something like that and then they'll always be like that auntie who'll be telling me how pretty I am and like would not say the same things to her and like Ow. she would talk about it she would say it to my mom and you know it would annoy them and they would just kind of be like you know that's how they are and all this other stuff and kind of brush it off but like as I'm older I'm kind of like I'm really it annoys me thinking about it because I do remember times when they would be like looking at me like, you are so pretty. Like, as if my sister is not sitting right there. 
Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that is such a big thing in the black community. Like they literally don't think that you're gorgeous unless you have lighter skin. Yeah. And it is the grossest thing. It is, because I'm just like, it, first of all, this was created by white people. Exactly. And here y'all are refusing to let it die. Right. Knowing full well what it is, you know, mm-hmm. it's 2019. We all know what colorism is. There's no way you don't know. Right. And it's just like, you know, I kind of feel like if you're still saying, oh, yeah, she's she's pretty. I'm like, okay, why is she pretty? Is she right. Because she's lighter or because she's, she's actually pretty? You know? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be messy. A lot of these lighter toned people like to go, like to think that they're, you know. That they're popping. That they're, they're not. And they're not. <laughs> they think they're that girl. They think they're, they're not. Girl. They think they're fly. They think they're hot. All because they're lighter. And I'm like, sweetie, mm-hmm. you you are nothing of the sort. Nothing of nothing the sort. Of the sort. That was something that I, I would like to say that my complexion is kind of like, I want to say it's kind of like in the middle because it's like I'm not really really light, but I'm not like really really you know darker. I feel like our complexions are very similar. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Like it's really really in the middle. Yeah, but like sometimes it depends. Sometimes I get I get really really light. Sometimes <laughs> like in the winter, I get really really light. But it's like there have been. I went to school with girls who were like really really light mm-hmm. because they were really really light. You know, people were thirsty. Yeah, they you know, you how know. That goes. yeah you know how that goes. And then it's kind of like. I mean, <laughs> sweetie. I mean, sweetie. Come on. So now. it's just, it's, yeah, it's really bad. It's re- some of the tweets, some of the things that I see mm-hmm. on like Twitter with these men, especially. Ugh. It's like, sir, as if light skin or dark skin, as if either one of those complexions would even want you. I'm so sick of men thinking we care about their opinions, right. about their statements. Right. Exactly. Sweetheart, it's humiliating. It's, you're embarrassing yourself. For- I would never forget. <laughs> I would never forget. And this could actually lead us into like another topic that mm-hmm. we could, um, that's kind of important. I, yo, they call themselves trying to drag me. This was like four years ago. They called themselves trying to drag me on Twitter. Like, I had to make my page private. They were mad. Oh, no. I triggered. I really triggered. So, I posted a picture of Eve with her family. You know, Eve has her white husband and, like, her stepkids, whatever. It was such a beautiful photo. And I posted it and was like, goals. Yo, the way that they got triggered... They were so triggered by that. We had the girls big mad. Yo, I had so many tweets from men telling me that I couldn't handle a strong black man and that I was insecure. I was like, wow. <laughs> you hurt wow. some feelings. I you hurt listen, I feelings. Really, I really hurt their feelings. Like it was, it was crazy. They were stressed. Like so mad. Oh. That was in that was an adventure. But like I find absolutely nothing wrong with interracial marriages and relationships. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. I mean you like who you like. Right. As long as all parties are of age and are consenting. Mm-hmm. You know what? Do your thing. Like these days, I'm starting to see more and more black women, um, you know, marry white men. Yeah. And it's like, who cares? Like, black men go out and get white girls all the time. <laughs> Literally all the time. But like, when a black woman does it, then it's like, oh, she's then a it's pure. a big problem. 
Right. It's like, sir, please get out of here. Yeah. And you know what I always find very interesting and it always makes me laugh? It's like when you see a lot of these black men with a non-black girlfriend or wife, especially if the girlfriend or wife is white, they go, oh, one of the main reasons why they got with them is because they're submissive and they listen. That is terrible. And I'm just like, you want a maid? You want a a mother? You want a nanny? Like, like, sir. Do you? Listen, you know this. Black men literally treat black women in relationships like I'm not going to say all of them because not all of them but just like generally speaking um, proof is all of these mothers they post from yesterday they really think that we are placed in a relationship to, to be their second like mother yes to literally like, raise them hell no you oh, when I saw I don't do that Chances little pose. Oh my god, I was literally just about to say that. It when I saw sick. him say, and sometimes a mommy to me, I was like, Not you, not, not you. you. <laughs> not you. Oh, I said, Oh, y'all make me so sick, not you. That was so embarrassing. Like, she, it's not her job to be your mother, you're it's a grown her job man. to be Kinsley's mother. You're a grown man, not chance, not chance, it's not her job. Come on now. And then Diddy, like when he said that about Misa, he was like, and sometimes raising me. Like, what do you mean sometimes raising you? You're a grown man. Like, what? What is going on? What's worse about that is Misa's younger than him. Like, what's going on? How she is, how are you her son? (laughs) Younger. And then they'd be like, maybe raising me as kids. And it's like, thank you for raising me too. Like, yo. Like, like that's, that's, first of all, that's embarrassing. That's like that episode. <laughs> it's like that episode, even though, even though she's not a black woman. I mean, she wants to be, but she's not one. But I just have to add this. That episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians when Kanye threw that tantrum because she wouldn't get him that band-aid. That band? And I'm like, what? In the hell? Like, sir? If you think I would not take him out of 5011 kids <laughs> and walk away, <laughs> you don't know me. It is crazy. Like, we women, especially black, like, because we, we get it the most. Just expected to put they literally BS. They literally expect us to, like, take care like raise them like yes take care of your man in your relationship but there is a complete difference between taking care of and then literally babying yeah like I'm not about to baby a grown man you're a grown man what what do I look like like come stepping to me and throwing a tantrum because I'm tending to my child and you're like Hey, you could give me a band-aid. You got him a band-aid. My child? (laughs) You're lucky if I don't kick you in the neck after that kind of (laughs) Like, excuse me? My baby? Yes, I got my baby a band-aid. You with the the one? My blood? (laughs) Like, this is... You're not my baby. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. It is just—it is so wild to me. I am all for like being in a relationship and just like you know, spoiling your man and just showing that you care and showing that you love. But when you start looking for like a second mother, that's that's a that's a problem. That's a problem for me. That's a very big problem. Yeah, we're you know, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's nothing but crickets. <laughs> nothing but. Nothing but. I mean, we're not doing that, honey. We, we sure will aren't. not do we that. Sure aren't. It is 2019. <clears throat> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not here. But like, we have to deal with. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know what I think is really scary? What? The um. The mortality rate for black 
mothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that is the number one reason why I'm just like, I'm not giving birth in a hospital. I don't trust yeah, them. because they truly don't, like, they, they don't they believe don't you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's been, it's <clears> on <throat> record. Like, there's a whole video. You guys can go out and Google it. Where the doctors are just like, you know, we tend to not believe the black mothers. And I'm just like, you've killed people. Right. And yeah, that's like, it's look real at what scary. With like Serena Williams. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, she even says she has to tell her doctor what he, what the doctor needed to do in order for her to live because she almost died. It's really scary. And I think that that's why so many of them are doing like water births and natural births now. Yeah, because... at home because it's just like yeah, you know, not gonna listen to me in the hospital. Gonna go and find someone to listen to me, which is why they look for black doulas and black midwives. Yeah, so that way you have you know their own with them who are gonna listen to them. Hmm. Yeah, because these doctors, man, and that's why I absolutely recommend that if you're a black woman you're a black girl you know i absolutely recommend that you search for black doctor black doctor i've been trying to find a black doctor and it is so hard like you will not believe how hard it is for me to find a black doctor around me and she lives in chicago hard right and i'm in chicago (laughs) the way you like you would think they'd be the way you said that, like it was just nigga central. Oh my god! <laughs> no, but seriously though, but seriously, Chicago is like you know, it's a lot of us. So the fact that it's so hard for me to find a black, you know, like woman doctor. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go on a search soon. Because, you know, I'm grown now. I'm the big 2-1. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're 22, you can no longer have um, a pediatrician. <laughs> I, oh my pediatrician, she's great. Okay? She's a very great black <laughs> woman. And I trust, <laughs> I trust that woman my whole life. What am I supposed to do? Oh my gosh. What am I supposed to do without my doctor? Without my Pete's doctor? I um you think I could lie about my age. No, I don't. Oh but you know that what? was quick. That was real quick. Because it's no. <laughs> <laughs> um I was on my own with the whole doctor thing. I wanna say as soon as oh, let me say as soon as actually I got out of high school, they were like, girl, if you don't make your doctor's appointment, and like, get away from me. Oh, no. Mine was <laughs> like, Sasha, you stay. You stay. No, it was up until, it was up until, I was literally a senior in high school, going to the doctor, still wanting my mom in the room with me. I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh, no, at 16, I was like, listen. No, I was still doing that. I was such a baby. Listen, me and my doctor, Trisha, I was... you're in the waiting room. You're in the waiting room. Excuse me. I was such a baby. I was such a baby. She would be trying to stay out, and I was like, oh, get on, on the baby girl. Let's go. Let's go. They got call the my name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But like I was, a, I was, I was a little baby. I'm still okay, little baby guy. Sorry. <laughs> it's the I think it's the youngest girl curse. Oh, maybe that's what it is because I'm the oldest. Yeah, I'm the youngest girl of the family, so it's like, like our pro, you know, our immediate family. Yeah, I'm the youngest girl. So, you're the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> and they still say that. They'd be like, that's the baby of the family. And I'm like, yep, sure is. I sure am. <laughs> um, okay, so 
neighborhoods and growing up. We touched on this a little bit last week. And we said we're just going to go all in with it this time around. Yeah. Um, I went to school in the hood. <laughs> so most of, like, my friends and, like, the people I was surrounded with uh-huh. were hood. So because I didn't live over there and because, like, the people that I was, like, normally surrounded with were nothing like the people over there, there was definitely, like, I want to say, would you say kind of like a culture shock? Would you use culture shock? Maybe, maybe like a little culture clash. Yeah, okay, so that's better. It was like a culture clash because... You know, this is me and my mom was really big on speaking well. Yeah. She was really big on like carrying yourself a certain way. Like I wasn't about to be out here just, you know. Doing whatever. Right. And speaking well was huge for her. It's like you're going to use correct grammar. You are going to talk properly. And that was just that. Like you could not... You could not be out here talking crazy in her house. Like, she would not have that. So, when I get to school and I'm around all these kids who are from the hood and, you know, they use a lot of slang and all of this other stuff. Like, I didn't. I didn't. So, it was a lot of, you talk like a white girl. You act like a white girl. You think you're better than us. It was a lot of that. Literally, my entire I want to say maybe starting, I want to say starting second grade and started that young Mm because kids are mean. So I want to say maybe from second grade all the way up to eighth grade, actually. Mean for no reason. Yeah. So like from second grade to eighth grade, I dealt with a lot of kids just like Mm. saying I like saying I act like a white girl, saying I talk like a white girl. And even though I, you know, I had my group of friends. Yeah. It was still like those people who would make their little comments. And it would make me feel so, like, uncomfortable and kind of, like, insecure to the point where I would try to kind of, like, act like them to fit in. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... It was really, it was weird times for me doing, you know, doing that. Hate that for you. Because kids still, like, kids still say that to kids now. When I see it on, like, Twitter and stuff, I'm like, they still say stuff like that in the 2019. Because what even is talking white? What does that even mean? Exactly. And I'm like, I remember somebody had, I think, on Twitter, too, has, like, asked that same question. Like, what does that mean? to to speak white you know me speaking grammatically correct equates Mm -hmm. to being white Mm -hmm. yeah it's just really bad and then like not only that but I want to say maybe I met I met one of my one of my childhood best friends yeah we met I want to say fourth I want to say maybe fourth fifth grade ish and she didn't go to my school and she went to school with like white kids Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like there was a really really huge difference but like she kind of helped like she helped me just be open to like what I'm not really used to so it's like meeting her and being with her literally every weekend we're together every weekend so I would start listening to different types of music, like listening to the stuff that she listened, like that she listened to, and like opening my eyes to certain things. And then I would go back to school, and they're like, "So not only does she talk like a white girl, but she listened to white music too." <laughs> right. So it was just like it was just really weird. I couldn't find like your I couldn't please anybody. I couldn't please, I couldn't please everybody. Yeah. Um. For a little, I think after a little while, though, I was kind of like, you know what? Forget all of y'all. Like, I hate all of you. (laughs) 
I'm going to listen to this, but I'm also going to listen. Like, it was fine. The way I would force myself to try to listen to some of those songs is so bad. But, yeah. I think by the time, by that summer, I was just like, because I was a Jonas Brothers stan. Mm-hmm. I loved Hannah Montana. Ooh. I was I'm going to live in my truth. I'm not about to let you little <laughs> vultures. <laughs> you rats. Yeah, it was just like a really weird time though. Like I get that. Kids are mean. They they are. They've always been mean. And for whatever reason, the whole you talk white or you um you act like a white girl always comes down to like you think you're better than everybody. Mm-hmm. So like I would get that and I was just like, girl, I'm just trying to live my life. Exactly. And I'm like, I want to be y'all friend, but y'all are really coming for me. Like, what? Just, for what? Just be my friend. All because you're jealous. <laughs> right? You jealous oh my little rat. And then, like, you know, I was super into, like, pop culture. So, mm-hmm. like, I was really into, like, Paris Hilton and, like, Nicole Richie and, like, Lindsay Lohan. I was into all the girls. Like, I was really, like. You were here for it. I was here for it. And they're just, they looking at me like I have two heads because they're like, huh? what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm trying to talk about, I'm trying to talk about what these um, Hollywood girlies are doing. Right? <laughs> but like, what about you? What type of like environment were you like, were you in? Did you have to deal with any kids like saying things like that to you? I actually didn't that's good because you know i had gone to private school till high school oh okay so yeah love that like, for you. my first private school it was mostly black kids and that was <laughs> whatever because it was like up to second grade and then like third through fifth was another private school that was a bigger mix and then from like sixth to eighth private school again and that was more hispanic mm-hmm. but you know we were all pretty sure we all like the same music especially you know when you get to like middle school and stuff like that to get a little trickier but yeah we were huge we were big believers oh <laughs> we were real big believers love that for you love that for you so it wasn't really until high school where I got that. Oh wow! Yeah, I think that um, I think high school it was a lot more easier for me because mm-hmm. my high school was a career academy. So when I got enrolled, it wasn't open enrollment. Like you had to take a test, like write an essay, and all this yeah. stuff. So it was like a lot of different kids from everywhere in there. It was still all black. Well, no, 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 no. It's predominantly black. Because it, it was some other people. It was like really rare that you'll see someone of like, you know, a different ethnicity there. Yeah. But it's like, it would be black kids from, you know, all from all around. Okay. So it was really, it was really different for me. And I went in there thinking that I was going to be really, like, I remember first day of freshman year, like, dreading going to school because I, like, I didn't want to have to deal with the, you know, the whole, oh, you know, white girl thing again. Yeah. So when I got there and I, like, met people who, like, the same stuff that I did, I was like, oh. Okay. Hey, girl. Okay. Yes, let me talk about the Jonas Brothers in peace, please. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like high school was really, it was really easy for me. That's good. I mean, until, until like the anxiety and all of that, but I mean, natural. (laughs) But like, um, person that like blending with people and stuff, all of that, it was really easy for me. It was easy for me to make friends, actually. So that's. Love that. Love that. Love that. Shout out to my high school. I'm not going to give the name. Somebody can search me up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just shout out to y'all. <laughs> just shout out to y'all. Maybe. Except for the lady that, um, except for the, ex- shout out to them. Except for my argument and debate teacher who lied and told my mom that I ditched her class every day. Because it was a blatant lie. Hate that. So. so. The girl, some of the, some of these girlies are liars. No, they, she literally lied dead in my face. And my mom is such a real, she was such a real one because she looked at her and she was like, I know that's a lie. And I'm like, yep. You tell her, mom. You tell her because she tried me. She really tried it. But yeah. I love now that in 2019, there are just so many carefree black girls. We love the carefree black girl. Yeah, because like for so long, we couldn't even be interested in certain things or like certain things without people being like, what type of black girl are you? Right. <laughs> so it's like now that I see so many, so many just popping black girls, just like living in their truth, liking what they like, doing what they do. It is really amazing. It is. It is. Because being in that situation where you don't know like how you want to be and like making yourself a uncomfortable just so you can fit in with certain people yeah that is not it it's miserable not the wave at all it's not and screw all of those kids that said i talk like a white girl because what does that even mean yeah that i always have like it just never ever makes sense to me and all I'm saying is I log back into my Facebook every now and then just, you know, steal some old throwback pictures. And let's just say... Y'all are still ugly. <laughs> Not only are y'all still ugly, but y'all are literally... The I mean, losers. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I wasn't going to be as blunt as Miss Nix here. But yeah, you're just losers. Saying. Just you're saying. losers. So, I mean, I guess that's that. That, That's that. When you do clownery, <laughs> it comes back to bite. It sure does. Yeah, it does. And the same can really go for my sister, too, because they bullied my sister. Really? For the same, yes. That's and it was hard. for, like, partially, like, the same reason, like, the whole white girl situation. And then she loved NSYNC and, like, her best friend loved NSYNC. So, like, the kids, they they would have so much to say. And what's so bad about it is, yo, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, attack people's looks. I don't. You want me to do it? But if you, but if you saw how these kids looked, like, I mean, I'm talking dingy uniforms, like, the, your school shirt's not even white anymore. Yeah, those are the main ones. It's like, sis, how about you go put your uniform in the washing machine? Put I mean, some lotion right around you your mouth. Lotion. It's always those ones. It's like they would literally try to make you feel so low. And then they, like, like, not going to lie, they, they had you in the first half. Not going to lie. Sis. You have dandruff flakes all around your shoulders and you get here you are in my face. Oh my gosh, I know. One of the main, my very first fight, one of the main girls who would like say stuff like that to me, it was in third grade. Mm-hmm. And I, she would literally always say, so every single day she would make comments to me. Like, she would literally hurt my feelings. Like, I would literally come home and be, like, upset or crying or just, like, I don't even want to go to school because this girl was so mean. Like, the whole, I don't think that people realize, like, especially as a kid, when someone is telling you, when you're a little black girl, that you talk and act white. Or that you're this, or you're you're not even that cute, or you think you're better than other. Like when you hear stuff like that, that stuff really hurts your feelings. Yeah, 
And so, like, with her, she would say things like, I thought I was better than them. So, with that, she would try to make me feel, like, super low. Yeah. So, she would just, like, take shots at me every day. And I would come home every day, and I would tell my mom. And my mom told me, the next time you come home, and you tell me that this little girl (laughs) has has just been really mean to you, and you didn't do anything about it. It's I'm your... going to pop you. <laughs> and I was like, Woo, well, I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> right? Guess that was the push I needed. Yeah, I, she told me that I had to do something about the girl or else she was going to do something to me. I love I how said... that's like a super common, like that black mom. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, you're not going to let somebody do something to you. They do right. it. You need to re- retaliate. I'm like, well, I... what if I get in trouble? She's like, you don't get in trouble with me. I mean, when she told me that, I was like, well, you know what, girl? I I, I guess okay. we have a deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, who am I to go against you? Right? I can't. <laughs> you're my mom. I can't say no. Right? So, um, get out of here. I think it was literally maybe either a few days or like a week later that like sis was really just like taunting me and she was it got to a point where like she wasn't just saying stuff to me like she was kind of like running around the class and would just like kind of like lightly like tap the back of my head so I'm like okay so now you're putting your hands on me oh, anyway. no. yeah so yeah yeah, no, it was quiet. I had to do what I had to do to sis. And you have to show her. The root of it was really that weird, though, because, that. like, it was, I want to say it was getting towards the end of the school year. We were in, like, the middle of May. Um, My birthday party, my birthday was in July. I didn't even know if I was having a birthday party. But I was, for some reason, making invitations. <laughs> And passing them out to the girlies in the classroom. <laughs> and I didn't give her one for obvious reasons. Yes. And that is what caused her to, you know, do her little taunting thing. And I was like, you know what? My mama told me to hit you, so I'm going to hit you. Exactly. She said, so, get her ass, and I got So her. I hit her, and we fought. Love that. We fought, and I said... Now, don't touch me again. And she never touched me again. As a matter of fact, she would literally follow me home every day after school. Like, to be my friend. Like, she wanted us to hang out. (laughs) And my grandma would be like, that little girl kind (laughs) of (laughs) off. She said she a low big. She was like, I don't know if it's she all there. <laughs> so yeah. Um as you can hear, I've I've been through some things in, in grammar school. You have. <laughs> but here you are seeing better days. Yeah. And then I mean, kids are still mean like this, which is really sad, but like kids have always just been assholes. And for what reason? Yeah. maybe we'll figure out one day maybe so maybe so they're just little assholes and that's just that's just that so glad I don't have a little sister oh aren't you lucky I know I would be that big sister though like I would like I'll come up to the school yeah say I won't because I will I will definitely do oh (laughs) I am the drive-by. Yeah, right. Like, like the grown yeah. adult. The grown adult at the elementary school. <laughs> what did you say? Like, excuse me? Like, excuse me? Because they're so mean. I hate it. Um, How do you feel? And I'm just asking this because have you ever seen Married to Medicine? Um, No, but what's it about? Um, it's basically just like doctors in this friend group. <laughs> oh, okay, so like a like a little Grey's Anatomy vibe. 
Yeah, it's just like it comes on Bravo. It's a reality show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just like these groups of black doctors or like um doctors' wives who all okay. hang out together and have like this sisterhood. Okay. So on I wanna which one is it? Married to Medicine Los Angeles. Um, a few of them I wouldn't say it's two. It's two of them, but I think it's only one of them that has the issue. You know, you move to California, you're making all this money as a doctor, you're going to want to live in the nicest area possible. Correct. But unfortunately, the nicer areas that a lot of these ladies want to move to are predominantly white. Yeah. So, like, one of the doctors, her daughter, she started at her new school, like, middle school at that, and she's crying because she said that there's nobody there that looks like her. And it broke my heart. Because I'm like, what do you do in a situation like that? Because, I mean, you know, being being a little black girl obviously is hard anyway. Mm-hmm. But then you place her in a situation where she's like, I'm an all-white school. Yeah. So she feels uncomfortable. Like, how do you handle that? Well, I mean, like, <clears throat> things like those, I feel like those are conversations that need to be had, you know, beforehand. Mm-hmm. those you know I do think it's important to know let your child get to say if they attend the school or not because mm-hmm. it's it's a different story if it's a diverse school yeah if there's a group of people who are Asian there's a group of people who are Hispanic there's a group who are white there's a group who are you know black and then that group of black there's Caribbean there's African and there's African American and that group of Hispanic there's Puerto Rican and you know Cuban Dominican <laughs> You know, it's different if it's, like, a little melting pot than if it's only one specific group that's 99 and that one little drop that's the 1%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like... I used to, um... I used to really kind of resent my parents for not sending me to a diverse school. Mm-hmm. Because... I never really got to experience being around other, you know, other races. Yeah. But then you hear, like, some of the stories now, especially in college, like, what some of these white girls do to black girls in, like, these dormitories and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, well, I sure see why they kept me with black people. Maybe they made some points. Right? Because, like, I know, especially for college, it can be really nerve-wracking to be in a diverse school. Like, so many of these Black kids go to these, like, amazing Ivy League colleges, and you're so happy for them. But then you feel bad because they have to deal with, like, racism and, like, the dorms. I mean... I mean, like I haven't heard any any stories really when it comes, you to, when it comes to dorm. Not when it comes to dorming. Oh my gosh, no! But it maybe was one that was. It was one that was really big, like the girl yeah, the one she, on the news, the tampon, right? It was one where she was putting like all this different stuff and like the black girls' um, moisturizers and stuff. Yeah. Like, she was doing just a bunch of gross stuff that was, like, making her sick. Yeah. And it's, like, who who wants to deal with stuff like that? Or, like, the one, I think it was, was it a girl or a guy? I can't even remember. But, like, he was going to his dorm room. And, like, the white girl is just calling the police, saying that he was trespassing. But it was, like, his, it was a girl. It was her dorm. Uh-huh. And it's like, what is like, what's the point of you doing that? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't understand. And I think that because I had only went to like a black school my entire life. Yeah. When it came to college, I mean, I wanted to study fashion anyway. But, like, when it came to college, I was really set on just, like, going to an art school. And, you know, yeah, being there's around no, there's different no types of people. Yeah, because all-black university. Yeah. And, but, like, my main thing was, like, I want to be around a bunch of different people. Yeah. 
And now I'm sitting here like, I really wish I went to an HBCU. Aw. Hmm. Right? <laughs> like, I really literally, like, regret not going to an HBCU. My my friend, she goes to one right now. Shout out to Howard University. Shout out to Howard. Shout out to Howard. And she, I would have went to Howard. If I would have applied, I would have applied there. She loves it. I hear such good things about Howard. She loves, 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 loves it. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Just like I wish that I would have gotten that Black college experience. And honestly, watching Beachella did not help. Oh. Like, it really made it worse. I'm like, yo, I can't believe I did not go to an HBCU. Like, and the fact that, like, because I did go to a Black school, that is what our counselors and our teachers were kind of trying to force on us. They were like, apply yeah. to HBCUs. And what did I do? Art school. Art school! <laughs> going artists, going arts, going creative. Right? That was literally me. I was basically like going Lainey Bond from She's All That. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I am like, I'm going to an art school, guys. Love. Oh. I really play myself, huh? Hey, clown. That's a little clown outfit like you always do. Right. Me at me, always. Right. Um, So, yeah, do you have any, like, just moments that just made you so proud to be a Black girl? I mean, there's always a bunch of little moments. You know, every time I remember that I have rhythm. Oh my Every time that I can clap on the beat, I can dance on the beat, Love I can on the beat, I'm like, yeah! Love that. Love, Love that. this for me. Honestly. Or like anytime there's this little, you know, segment on the news where yeah. they have like a black person who did anything great. And I'm like, wow, like that's, that's us right there. Sometimes I will find myself on like the Instagram Explore page and like get myself caught up in like just watching hair videos down the line and seeing just like the creativity, like the talent. Like I find myself just looking at so many videos of just like black women just like Uh being the talented geniuses that we are. And I'm like, yo, we are really popping. We sure are. Like, we we are really pop. And, like, not only just with, like, hair and beauty and stuff like that. Like, yeah. everything. Everything we do. Everything. There is literally nothing that we cannot do. Basically. You, do you remember? I want to say... I want to say it was 2016. Um, That year that we were just killing the Olympics. Our power. We were winning everything. Everything. I remember being so excited. And in the Winter Olympics, too, there was a team that was from, was it from Ghana? There was, there was like a, there was like a a winter sports team. Yeah. Right out from Africa. Yes. Where there's, there's, there's not that much snow there. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> there's not that much winter either. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just get so proud, and then just like, Beyonce alone can just. Oh. I mean, oh her, her, her power, her power, her mind. Like, honestly. I have been, I'm always so proud to be a black girl, but after yeah. watching Beachella, I don't think. Beachella, it just, it changes you. Yeah, and I don't think that anybody who's not, like, a black woman can really, like, understand 
the happiness that we felt while watching that. Yeah. It's like knowing what she had went through, you know, with her pregnancy and everything and seeing her all that was put her body through that. Yeah. And seeing how hard she walked, like how hard she worked while like having two newborn babies. And then what is blue? Would blue be considered like a toddler or a kid now? She's six, right? She, yeah. And she's seven now. Oh, she's seven. So she is, she's definitely she's a, kid. a kid. She's no longer yeah. a toddler. Okay, so a young kid, a little kid, and two newborns, and your husband. I mean, your body's not the same anymore. Yeah. You're working all of these hours. She's barely eating. Barely eating. Insane. Her munching on that apple was too much. Yeah, I I'm like, I know my girl is hungry. <laughs> she was hungry. She was I hungry. She's starving. <laughs> so yeah, like seeing that is just like things like that just makes you so proud. Yes. Love that. I love that. And I know you had mentioned like hair as mm-hmm. we're going through like ID and I said and it made me think of like you know the creative industry when it comes to hair and makeup. And when it comes to non-black hairstylists and mm-hmm. makeup artists and black stylists and makeup artists. Because it's, I feel personally like black stylists are more versatile. Mm-hmm. They know how to work with different skin tones, different yeah. hair textures. Because I've heard, you know, like other um, like non-black stylist when it comes to hair makeup they're just like you know I don't really know how to do black hair yeah and or they end up just know how to deal with dark skin tones yeah which and ends then, up with someone either looking ashy yeah or them just uh, like yes. damaging their hair exactly and I'm just like and that always bothers me I'm like this is your job like you're supposed to be a professional right yeah and as a professional, I would expect you to know how to work with all types of hair, you know? I understand where, like, what you're saying. Because especially in, like, in cosmetology school, you get those mannequin heads that are basically set to one hair texture. Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally what you learn how, like, that's what you learn on the entire mm-hmm. time. And it's like everybody's hair is not like that. Exactly. So it's like, I can't, like, I don't know. And then, like, my teacher, she would have us um, sometimes work on our classmates' hair. Yeah. And my class was predominantly Mexican. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was like, you know, everyone's hair isn't going to be like this. So it's like, that's what you learn on. Yep. At a lot of those beauty schools, so they come on beauty schools, change it up. Yeah. Um, I also would like to say mm-hmm. <laughs> beauty school was fun, but a scam. Okay. Talk Carry about on. it. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just um I out of those models. Mm-hmm. and the way that they just don't know what to do with like the black model's hair so they're like you know what just get just get the flat iron and just like put it in yeah. a ponytail or something it's like um and then they put all that like product in their hair mm-hmm. it's all bad it's so bad it's just like it's an absolute mess it is it's a mess absolute mess. I hate that for them. Um, But you know what? I know we say this. We say this every year. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully. We say it every year. We literally say it every year. Hopefully it gets better. We have to do better. Please. It's 2019. (laughs) Please. 
we we can't like how many more years do we need to say this before it actually starts to happen right but I think that I actually wish that we had a lot longer because I feel like it's so much that we can talk about but so little time so little time but we covered quite a bit huh we sure did and we're messy as usual (laughs) shout out to all my black girls yes oh oh before the end carry some advice that miss be the beyonce the beyonce giselle knows carter Mm -hmm. never put blue light on a black girl my black girls if someone is taking a picture of you and there's a blue light you better tell them oh my gosh that makes such a good point that you said that because you know all the girls all the girls yes. that like aren't black but they want to look like they're black like Dinah and all of them in their videos they <clears> love blue light they love a blue light they love and a I will blue always light. you know that's one that's one Beyonce quote that has just always stuck with me since the moment I've heard her say it yeah <laughs> never put blue light on a black girl and no. that's always just in my mind like, you know <laughs> she's absolutely correct you don't put blue light on a black girl. You're not oh, going to see it. Brittany was actually saying that. Brittany was like, these girls love to put these lights on their faces to make themselves look black. Yep. They sure do. Yep. Because we know, we know that Dinah is not black. Oh, my goodness. And then they have the nerves to be up under her IG comments talking about Beyonce. Beyonce? 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 You're lying on Beyonce's Instagram? Are you, are you, you don't kidding understand me? the stress I feel every time they tell her she looks like Beyonce. Because no, she doesn't. The First of all, she doesn't. Y'all make me sick. Y'all make me... <laughs> For real. Yo, the only celebrities, like the only two people that genuinely really like, it's almost scary how much they look alike, is Amory and Kourtney Kardashian. Oh yeah, that's... They yeah. genuinely look just alike. But like Beyonce, no one looks like her but blue. With and, a sprinkle and, of Solange. And Solange. <laughs> With a sprinkle. And, and Romy. And, and Romy. Yes. Our queens. <laughs> but don't, don't try that. Don't. Because y'all going to get me mad. Y'all don't. Get me mad, and then y'all going to get your ass beat. Right. You keep, <laughs> you keep playing Beyonce. Keep playing my mother. Okay. Keep playing with her. We have to go. We're going to run out of time. <laughs> we are. They got me mad. They got me mad. You just got ooh. ooh. Oh my god. So we will we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about next week, but we will be here. We'll be here, guys. Remember, never stream phases. Stream phases. Stream phases. Stream blind. Never put blue light on a black girl. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>